Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Aging Younger with David and Stephanie Tippy, founders of the Anti-Aging Clinic in Lauder Hill, Florida, where the alternatives matter. Now here are your hosts, David and Stephanie Tippy. Welcome to our listeners. I'm David Tippy. Welcome to the Aging Younger Show. And this is Stephanie Tippy. Welcome to Aging Younger Radio and Happy New Year 2014. David and I are glad to be back on the air with all of our global listeners. Thank you for being there with us last year and the years before and for joining us this year. Let's make 2014 the year of health because, as we always say, health is a choice. Health matters. Now, Mother Nature is in strange places. Argan meat is one of them. What once was one of the finest methods to consume super nutrients for the body is no more due to man's interference. The consumption of argan meat has fallen from grace due to the food now fed to the animals and the injections that they receive to make them produce faster and to produce more meat. Now, animals raised in confined animal feeding operations have diets of genetically modified food and veterinary drugs injected into them and living conditions of such animals are not likely to result in healthy organs. So be sure to find out where the organs came from that you're about to consume, should you decide to pick some up at your local grocery. Now, consuming organ meat dates back hundreds of years and was uh, assumed at the time to make the human body healthier. It was a traditional method for treating a person with a weak heart because it was thought by consuming the brains of a healthy animal, at the time it was believed to support better thinking and healthy animal kidneys was fed to people suffering from urinary disorders, all with countless success stories. So this is really very interesting. Now, native cultures who maintain traditional diets such as from whole foods, plants, and animals, had excellent teeth and were free of the chronic diseases plaguing society today. The cultural diet provided at least four times the water-soluble vitamins, calcium, and other minerals, and at least ten times the fat-soluble vitamins, such as vitamin A and vitamin D. Now, these fat-soluble vitamins are present only in animal fats, butter, lard, egg yolks, fish oils, and foods with fat-rich cellular membranes, such as liver and other organ meats that include the heart, the liver, the lungs, the kidneys, the pancreas, as well as the tails, the the feet, the brains, the tongue, And yes, even the testicles. You know, it is all powerful to observe what takes place in Mother Nature. For example, the nature, in nature, most animals go straight for the organs of their price, saving the muscle meat for last. This is because animals instinctively know that organ meat and meats are Uh, the densest source of nutrition. Mother Nature is all-powerful in in the human body. Why do you think humans still have body hair? Human body hair might seem to be useless on today's modern man, but it could help us detect parasites. Researchers suggest adding uh, there's a chance Our female ancestors preferred a bug-free mate and so uh, opted for the hairier guys. That seems like a a female excuse for body hair to me. 
humans appear relatively hairless compared with our ape relatives, but the density of hair follicles on our skin is actually the same as would be expected of an ape our size. The fine hairs that cover our bodies, which have replaced the thicker ones seen on uh, close-up as with the apes and the monkeys, are thought are thought to be an evolutionary leftover from the hairy ancestors. Now, scientists today find that find that these fine hairs are useful after all. People with more of them are better at detecting bed bugs. Now, that is a very interesting fact, isn't it? Okay, so the female explanation does have a better ring to it, I guess you you might want to say. All right, enough of the hair, and let's go on to Hippocrates. Research worldwide supports and commends what Hippocrates, now he was the father of medicine, as most of us know, found and treated his patients within uh, about the time of 400 B.C. He at that time discovered that natural, undistilled apple cider vinegar is a powerful cleansing and healing elixir a naturally occurring antibiotic and antiseptic that fights germs and bacteria for a healthier, stronger, longer life. The versatility of apple cider vinegar is a powerful body cleansing agent, and it is legendary. Uh, David and I can be reached at 954-742-4430, So if you don't have your pen and paper on hand, please take a moment during our commercial break and get it, and you can write down. Our number is 954-742-4430, and you can visit us online at livelonger123.com. You know, the Babylonians used the uh, uh, vinegar, the apple cider vinegar, uh, as a condiment and preservative. While Julius Caesar's army used the apple cider vinegar tonic to stay healthy and fight off disease, the Greeks and the Romans kept vinegar vessels for uh, healing and flavoring. It was used in biblical times as an antiseptic and a healing agent and is mentioned in the Bible. In Paris during the Middle Ages, it was sold from barrels by street vendors as a body deodorant, healing tonic, and a a health vinegar drink. Now, natural, undistilled, organic, raw apple cider vinegar can rarely and really be called one of Mother Nature's most perfect foods. Why has natural apple cider vinegar disappeared from our grocery store shelves? The blame for the disappearance of natural raw apple cider vinegar from supermarket lie on the shoulders of the general public as well as the producers of vinegar. People buy food with their eyes, not thinking of good nutrition. The vinegar producers fail to enlighten the public on what powerful health qualities were locked within the natural apple cider vinegar. Now, why do you suppose that is? Because most of them had not the slightest knowledge of the health values of natural, organic, unfiltered, cloudy, and to some less attractive-looking apple cider vinegar with the mother of all vinegars. Now, they produced pasteurized, refined, and distilled vinegars because the public demanded the clear, prettier look. It was simply filling current supply and demand. You can't completely blame the producers of vinegar, although, as we always like to say, ignorance isn't always bliss. They are not the nutritionists, nor are they the biochemists. Their business is to give the customers what they want. 
Most people purchase vinegar for flavoring or for pickling and marinating their foods. Some women use it to rinse their hair after shampooing as it will leave it squeaky, squeaky clean, softer, and much more manageable. When most people see the natural apple cider vinegar with the brownish, brownish color that David described and that the tiny cobweb mother floating in it, they think it looks unappetizing. Now, the general public has been educated and brainwashed to want everything they purchase to have perfect eye appeal. To meet this demand of clear, light-colored vinegar, and uh, the brownish uh, cobweb uh, mother is the reason producers distill their vinegar. Now, in distilling the vinegar, it is turned to steam by heating, thus destroying the powerful enzymes and evaporating the life-giving minerals, minerals such as potassium, phosphorus, and natural organic fluorine, silicon, trace minerals, and pectin, along with many other powerful nutrients. Distilling also will destroy the natural malic and tartaric acids, which are important in fighting body toxins and inhibiting unfriendly bacteria. You can see how the public, with their obsession for eye appeal foods, will react. Now, the producers of the apple cider vinegar um, who agree to sell their product for profit put a death warrant against healthy, organic, raw, fully ripened apple cider vinegar. The public got what they wanted, a clear, appealing, but dead apple cider vinegar, just like non-functional water, which is non-alkaline water. When a natural apple cider vinegar was hard to find, other strange vinegars began to appear on the grocery shelves. So, educating oneself is so vital in our country today, where the dollars take precedence over health. We continually state, and one of our taglines is, choice matters. Health is a choice. We're going to take a short break. We will be right back, so please stay, stay tuned. This is David and Stephanie Tippy, Aging Younger Radio. Look your best safely without surgery. We offer non-surgical facelift treatments complete with professional skincare products utilizing magical copper. The Anti-Aging Clinic shows you weight management and body contouring, all safe and non-invasive. Turn back the hands of time with Growth Factor Spray. Antioxidants are our first line of defense against aging. Our professionals can scientifically verify if your vitamins are working with new laser technology. Get your score by calling today. longevity will follow. The brain and endocrine system control your body, including things like weight gain. When your hormones are out of balance, your body cannot function properly. Call the Anti-Aging Clinic and begin to age younger today. Call 954-742-4430. That's 954-742-4430. We're back, and thanks for staying with us. I know you've probably heard this before, but we are what we eat. We've all heard it, but most of us probably don't quite believe it. After all, you've heard French fries and didn't sprout, uh, you know, the French fry antenna. So uh, I suppose uh, uh, so. we're not really what we eat, right? Uh, but we really are what we eat. It's every bit as true as it is hard to see. Just as our homes are made from lumber without looking like trees. Our bodies are made from the nutrients we extract from food without resembling those foods. The nutritional content of what we eat determines the composition of our cell membranes, bone marrow, blood, and hormones. Consider that the average adult loses roughly 300 billion cells to 
old age every day and must replace them. Our bodies are literally manufactured out of the food that we consume. That's why what we put in our bodies is the utmost important and why clean food is an urgent priority and junk food is neither cute nor uh, innocuous. Now, the uh, in short, our bodies are only as clean as the food we put in it. What difference does that make? Nothing less than this. Our forks and our feet are the master levers of medical destiny for us. Before 1993, a list of the leading causes of death in the United States included heart disease, cancer, and stroke. But in that year, J. Michael McGinnis, M.D., and William Forge, M.D., changed this paradigm when they published actual causes of death in the United States. In the Journal of American Medical Association, which looked at the causes of these diseases, uh, forgive us. It was it's Dr. William Foge, not Ford. So please forgive us, uh, Dr. Foge. Now, in their uh, study, at their conclusion in the book, they concluded that fully half the annual deaths, roughly a million, were premature and could have been postponed by modifying behaviors, which included giving up smoking, correct diet, and exercise. Uh, decreasing alcohol consumption, their sexual behavior, motor vehicle crashes, and illicit, illicit drug use. Smoking and poor diet and, eat and exercise habits alone accounted for 700,000 premature deaths in 1990. That's a lot of people. In 2004, a group of scientists at the Centers for Disease Control revisited this issue in the Journal of American Medical Association and came to the same conclusion. Now, by this time, however, the toll from eating poorly had gone up due to obesity and diabetes. The CDC published a paper in the Archives of Eternal Medicine analyzing records of more than 23,000 German adults enrolled in the European Perspective Investigation into Cancer and Nutrition Study and investigated four behaviors. So what are these four behaviors? One is, are you eating well? The second, are you at a healthy weight? Are you physically active? And last but not least, do you smoke? You know, those in the study with four good answers, eating well, body mass index below 30, active and non-smoking, compared with those with four bad answers, not eating well, BMI above 30, not active, and were smoking, were 80% less likely to have any major chronic disease. Imagine if a pill could reduce our risk of dying prematurely from any cause by 80%. You have no doubt heard of the nature genes versus the nature environment, but this shows that lifestyle is so powerful. We can use it to nurture nature and influence our genes. Various studies have shown this, but Dean Ornish, MD, and his colleagues have produced the most compelling results, assigning men with prostate cancer to a clean living intervention that included a wholesome plant-based diet, regular physical activity, and stress management. They demonstrated a marked reduction in the activity of genes that can promote prostate cancer growth and 
significantly increase the genes that are able to control it. Why would you want to have some doctor chemically castrate you because he said you had cancer or that you had blood in your urine? What we in the wellness industry would say is study what the effects of cucumber, green bananas, beetroot, pomegranate, cranberry, grapefruit, and many more have on reversing these poor health signs. That's the power and the promise in clean eating. So it helps to know what it means. Organic, not played around with by man, meaning from the earth. Certainly not genetically modified, and that's a big uh, hot topic these days. Clean foods are as direct from nature as possible. They are whole and free of additives, free of colorings and flavorings, and definitely free of sweeteners and free of hormones. We, David and I and our family, particularly like foods with one word ingredients, such as spinach, blueberries, almonds, salmons, lentils, beans. The longer the ingredient list, the more room there is for manufacturing mischief. Additions of chemicals, sugar, salt, harmful oils, and unneeded calories. And the more likely it is that you should step away from the package so no one gets hurt. There's also strong evidence that, as a rule, the closer to nature you eat, the the fewer calories it will take you to feel satisfied. What's the reason? Well, processed foods often have low amounts of fiber and low amounts of water, a high ratio of calories to nutrients, and a mix of tastes from added sugar, salt, flavoring that overly stimulates the appetite center in the hypothalamus. Clean foods are the opposite. Lots of fiber and fluid, a high ratio of nutrients to calories, and free from added flavors, all of which send signals of satiety, which is a satisfying signal to your brain before you consume too many calories. As an example, think of how many raw almonds you eat before stopping, then compare that to honey roasted almonds, that sugary coating spurs you to eat more and more. By eating clean, you can control your weight permanently without feeling deprived or hungry or having a constant craving. Our bodies are replacing billions of cells every day. And using the foods that we consume as the source of the building materials is what we are after. Eating well is part of the formula that can reduce our risk of any major chronic disease by 80% or more and reach into our innermost selves to improve the health of our very genes. I recall my mother admonishing uh, me as a child to clean my plate because there were starving kids in China. These days, China, like us, has an epidemic of obesity. Forget about cleaning your plate. Focus instead on choosing clean foods to put on the plate in the finest place, in the first place. Now, you know what's at stake. Life itself. The liberty that consumes with, comes with, with good health and the likelihood of happiness. Health is indeed your choice. Take care of your body. It is the only place you have to live. What we would like to do is try to give you a a brief glimpse into the quantum mechanical body-mind to at least attempt to understand the exact nature 
of what the human body is like and also the exact nature of what the cosmic body is like. We use terms like mind and body and universe, but what really is the exact nature of these three terms? What is the mind? What is the body? What's the exact nature of physical reality? As children, we always had uh, uh, questions uh, coming into our heads like, where was I before I was born? What am I doing here? What happens after death? Am I confined to my physical body? Am I just a skin-encapsulated ego in a bag of flesh and bones? What really happens to me? Do I have a local address? Where do I live in this universe? Today, many adults still seek the answer to these questions. And it's interesting that science today is beginning to ask the same questions. Now, after all, science is the quest for the truth. And if you are a true scientist, these are the questions that are most critical to you. One of the interesting things that science has found, and this shift had been obvious all along, is that what we call perception what we see, what we hear, what we touch, what we taste, and, how, and what we smell is really the least reliable test of what reality really is. We cannot trust our senses at all. Now, the senses tell us that the earth is flat, and we don't believe, and we don't believe that anymore. The senses have told us that the ground that we stand on is stationary and we know it's spinning at speeds and hurtling through outer space at thousands of miles an hour. The senses tell us things like uh, things have a certain taste, a certain smell, uh, a certain size, a certain texture. Maybe that's not the way it really is. There was an experiment that was done at Harvard Medical School approximately 20 years ago. A group of scientists took some kittens and brought them up in a room that had only horizontal stripes. All the visual stimuli in the room were horizontal. Another group of kittens uh, was brought up in a group that only had vertical stripes. And when these kittens grew up, to be wise old cats, it turns out that one group of cats could see only a horizontal world, and guess what? The other group of cats could only see the vertical world. And this had nothing to do with the belief system of these cats. It's a phenomenon that psychologists call premature cognitive commitment. Premature because we make this commitment at a very early stage of our development. Cognitive, because that's how they cognize or see the world. And commitment, because it fixes us to a particular reality. It imprisons us in a fixed mode of perception. There are many variations of these experiments. So... The question should be, what is the real nature of the world? What, what is it really like? We can't trust the senses. They, the senses, well, it give, they give us a very distorted view. They bro break up that wholeness into a small fragment, and we call it reality. We happen to agree about it. We we even call it objective reality, and we have a whole methodology that we call science to explore that. Somewhere inside ourselves, it all happens. It's not out there at all. Go to a physicist and ask he, him or her, what, what is this all made up of? And he or she will tell you there are just four basic forces, gravity, 
strong interaction, weak interaction, and electromagnetism that make up everything that exists. The material, the material world is a cord that comes out of these forces and the cords of intelligence that structure particular matter in face, in fact, exit inside us tend to listen more to the magic bullet. We are the creators of this world, literally speaking. We're going to take a short break. Please stay with us. Don't go away. And uh, we will be right back. You are Bacteria and fungi infections as well as viral organisms are history when encountering our rejuvenous OSH silver, which is a true silver hydrosol. The evidence shows that the pure and small particle size of the silver hydrosyl will not interfere with normal white blood cell activity and may even enhance it. Studies have concluded that rejuvenous OSH silver hydrosyl offered profound immune benefits because of its ability to interfere with the select bacteria in three key ways almost simultaneously. Central to all three is the ability of the rejuvenous OSH silver hydrosyl to cause permanent inactivation of the dangerous invading organisms. Number one, the integrity of the dangerous cell's membrane and boundaries become unstable. The cell begins to rupture. Simultaneously, the smaller particle sizes of the rejuvenous OSH silver hydrosyl can more easily penetrate the bacteria or virus cell. And once penetration occurs, liposimple enzymes uh, reactions governing the uh, dangerous cell's metabolism go into partial or full arrest. And thirdly, the rejuvenous OSH silver hydrosyl further penetrates the most interior recesses of the cell, which is the nucleic acids, ending the ability of these invaders to replicate. Germs and virus can't get immune to this process like they can with vaccines. Keep our rejuvenous OSH silver hydrosyl in your home to protect your entire family against the virus and bacterial infection. Call us today at our 954-742-4430 or go to our website, livelonger123.com. We're back and thanks for staying with us. Uh, remember Stephanie was just talking about the magic bullet that we actually create in our world, and we really would like everything to be solved with this magic bullet. Now, medical pharmaceutical methodologies are also based on magic bullets for the treatment of illness. But what is really meant is that they are feeding the inner sources of our minds, and they have the expressions like plop, plop, fizz, fizz, oh, what a relief it is. Or, you can't believe you ate the whole thing. You can have a couple of Alka-Seltzers. Oh, jeez. Okay, I remember that. If you can't sleep at night, there's a sleeping pill for you. It will cure insomnia. You're feeling anxious. There's a tranquilizer for you. It will give you tranquility. You have cancer, there's chemotherapy, radiation, or surgery, and it is a proven fact that they do not cure anything, especially cancer. In fact, there's more proof that they shorten your life because they destroy your immune system. Drugs relieve, or at best, mask symptoms while the underlying process remains unchanged. For example, one of the leading causes of death is not AIDS, virus, or HIV disease, but from antibiotic-resistant organisms that are acquired in hospital environments. Over 100,000 people die each year in the United States from antibiotic-resistant organisms acquired only in hospitals. Mother Nature is what we know about and what we don't know about at the same time. Only one thing is for sure, 
with the knowns in Mother Nature, and that is consuming her will make you healthy, and consuming man-made chemicals will make you sick and give you disease. We no longer have epidemics of polio, tuberculosis, measles, diphtheria, and smallpox, but in their place we have higher incidence of cancer, heart disease, degenerative disorders, and obesity. The overall picture hasn't changed because the model that we've structured of the human body is not the correct model. The human body is not a frozen sculpture fixed in space and time. The human body is a dynamic bundle of energy, information, and intelligence that constantly is renewing itself and is in exchange with the larger field of energy, information, and intelligence that we call the universe. That, in fact, if we could really see the human body as it is, not through the artificial sensory experiences, you would see it to be much more exciting. The Greek philosopher, uh, Herculutus, compared the human body to a river. He said, a river is a very mysterious thing. When you look at a river, it looks the same to you in every second of its existence. But in fact, it's not the same river. He said, you cannot step into the same river twice because new water flows in it all of the time. We're going to take a, sh- a short break, so please stay with us. You're listening to David and Stephanie Tippy and on Aging Younger Radio. Look your best safely without surgery. We offer non-surgical facelift treatments complete with professional skincare products utilizing magical copper. The anti-aging clinic shows you weight management and body contouring, all safe and non-invasive. Turn back the hands of time with Growth Factor Spray. Antioxidants are our first line of defense against aging. Our professionals can scientifically verify if your vitamins are working with new laser technology. Get your score by calling today. longevity will follow. The brain and endocrine system control your body, including things like weight gain. When your hormones are out of balance, your body cannot function properly. Call the anti-aging clinic and begin to age younger today. Call 954-742-4430. That's 954-742-4430. My book title is Collapse of Drugs Due to Wellness, and it is based on my past experiences as well as my research for the past 30 years, and it was satisfying to get this burden off my chest. Glenn Beck examples are part of my book when I explain what an unconstitutional and shocking monopoly that Big Pharma has on our health care system with the support and blessings from the FDA. What I have written has moved me deeply, and I feel that I will move you as well. There is no naivete in this book. It helps you understand that I know I can't please all of the people all the time. However, I did not run from any subject that may be misrepresented in the media today, which I discussed in the book. I do not dance around issues lightly. The beginning of the book is crucial and that properly framing what's going on and what you're about to read is either going to cause you to want more or to curse under your breath at buying the book if you worked for the FDA. Every person who has read the book has appreciated reading the book. Nobody can move and inspire by following strict rules, and this book clearly does not have rules. If there are no rules and no assumed judgment, then physiological blocks are impossible to build in your mind. So trust me, the facts are presented and the subject matter is presented in such a manner as to assume the reader will be spellbound to what they are reading. 
I wrote the book in such a manner that it would not allow the perceived national media's varying opinions to sway the wording. No matter what you thought about the subject matter before reading, you were left with your own opinions and judgments that could only be swayed by the science and fact which I present. For instance, there may be a quick remark about a powerful issue that will jolt you, similar to a shot of whiskey, but that never wavering science which is necessary was always there to back it up. You are never left with conjecture. I think this type of jolt, when placed in a particular place, at a precise place and moment, was exactly what the conversation needed. Occasionally, this is the only way to communicate a serious subject. As much as I read and talk with others, I find that most of us are always have something to say. Some are just not brave enough to say it. And as you may well learn when reading this book, I break that mold. I want you to feel shocked, yet relieved to know what I have revealed once I have shined the light in those areas hidden from public view dark areas of the medical pharmaceutical sickness industry. As the light is shined on the FDA, they are seen to be contributing to the problem and limiting health choices by helping to create the existing drug monopoly. I always leave it up to you to decide. Learning how money purchases favors and laws in our country is bad enough, and most of us suspect that. However, not to the extent of the invading of our constitutional rights that they're doing now. I call Glenn Beck the local constitutionalist, and I ask for Glenn's help throughout the book, in jest, of course, to look into what I call the raping of our Constitution by our money-grabbing politicians who help to decrease our health choices because sickness creates wealth, and wellness only creates health. And as we say, health is a choice, and that is exactly what David and I are all about, healthy choices and aging younger. Now, before our break, David was talking about the Greek philosopher Heraclitus, and forgive me if I am butchering his name, uh, and how the, this philosopher had compared the human body to a river. And he had said that, and it's true, the, that a river is a mysterious thing, and when you look at a river, it looks the same to you in every second of its existence. But in fact, he said, it's not the same river. Why? Well, because uh, you cannot step into the same river twice because new water flows in all, will continuously flow into it all the time. So why do I bring this back into the conversation? Because if uh, the same holds true to the human body. If we could understand our body as it really is, then we would see that, it, that the real us or the real you cannot step into the same flesh and bones twice because in every second of our, your existence, we, you, are renewing our bodies, changing it more rapidly, more effortless, effortlessly more spontaneously and more easily than we can change our clothes. We can take a number of processes such as eating, breathing, digestion, metabolism, elimination, but most fundamentally the movement of consciousness which expresses itself as these processes and you would see how effortlessly, how easily you can change your body. And in fact, you are doing so all the time. So again, I go back and I say, as we say here at the clinic, health is a choice. And yes, choice matters. So when we began this program, I started by saying this is our first health podcast of 2014, so let's make 2014 the year of healthy choice. Health 
a choice matters. 2014 is the year for health. Make the healthy choice and go to the Mother Nature way and allow Mother Nature to work her magic, and she will do much more and much better for your body than any man-made synthetic. You know, water, as we mentioned earlier, is the basics of life. Now, whenever we attempt to determine whether there is life, as we know it, on Mars or other planets, scientists first seek to establish whether or not water is present. Why? Because life on Earth totally depends on water. A high percentage of living things, both plant and animal, are found in water. All life on Earth is thought to have arisen from water. The bodies of all living organisms are composed largely of water. About 70 to 90 percent of all organic matter is water. The chemical reactions in all plants and animals that support life take place in a water medium. Water not only provides the medium to make this life-sustaining reactions possible, but water itself is often an important reactant or product of these reactions. In short, the chemistry of life is water chemistry. Water is universal. Is a universal superb solvent due to the marked polarity of the water molecule and its tendency to form hydrogen bonds with other molecules. One water molecule expressed with the chemical symbol H2O consists of two hydrogen atoms and one oxygen atom. Living things are extremely sensitive to pH and function best with certain exceptions, such as carbon proteins of the digestive tract. Okay, let's put that out there. When, uh, so when solutions are nearly neutral, living things are extremely sensitive to pH. Most interior living matter, excluding the cell nucleus, has a pH of about 6.8. Blood plasma and other fluids that surround the cells in the body have a pH of 7.2 to 7.3. Research on the link between diet and cancer is far from complete in our opinion, but some evidence indicates that we eat, that what we eat may affect our susceptibility to cancer. Some foods seem to help defend against cancer and others appear to promote it. It is obvious that the foods which help bring the body to an alkaline state are those that help defend against cancer. Remember, and we constantly will drill this into your heads, that every known disease will begin in an acidic environment. When we consume high alkaline water with the negatively charged ions, we are in fact providing a more alkaline environment. We have a water ionizer, the Aging Younger Water Ionizer, and this piece of equipment utilizes the process of electrolysis. Electrolysis is a process that was uh, discovered by a Scottish, Scottish uh, scientist, Michael Faraday, back in the 1800s. And at that time, his, um, his invention, if you will, was kind of nixed until the Japanese came along and re-established the importance of electrolysis. So what is electrolysis? Well, it is the process where tap water, water electrolysis, it is the process where the tap water will enter the ionizing chamber, and in that chamber it will split the water molecule into positive and negative ions. The negative ions are the electrolytes which we drink, and the positive ions are the acid waste ions 
which are diverted back into the sink. Since our body is positively charged, the negative ions are pulled into the cell like the opposite ends of the magnet. You know, we have so many professionals out there that are mistakenly providing false information. There are so many that are saying, and a few here of recent, that will talk about the reverse of that. I, I think it's because of lack of study. It can't be just applied to anything other than that. When we're talking about improving alkalinity, think about this. When you take pH 10 alkaline water and it, you swallow it and it hits the stomach acid, the stomach acid is 2.53. So in order for that high pH to hit it, it's going to raise that pH. Now what that does is it triggers the body to make additional hydrochloric acid because it's got to get back down to 2.53. Now that is an automatic releasing agent for the, the uh, body to release something that I call the, uh, the maids that run around cleaning up the acid waste, like the bolus. Uh, oh, okay, uh, okay, I want Stephanie to get involved. Tell, tell us about okay. the bolus. Okay, uh, let's go back to acid base. Uh, an alkaline body is a healthy body and is a happy body. Now, I practiced respiratory therapy for many years, and if there's one thing I know very well, it's the pH. We used to do, uh, we used to have to do arterial blood gases, and in an arterial blood gas, one of the things it measures is the pH. So a healthy, happy arterial pH is between 7.35 and 7.4. If Let's take a, a, an example. A patient comes into the emergency room in full-blown cardiorespiratory arrest. So the heart is not pumping and this patient is not breathing. The doctors are not going to initiate defibrillation until they give that patient a bolus of bicarb. Why? Because no oxygen has been circulating throughout the body. Now remember, we define cancer as a symptom and not the disease. And the disease actually being an environment that lacks oxygen and is highly acidic. So by giving a, 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 a dose or a bolus of bicarb, we're trying to reverse that acidosis with the infusion of the bicarbonate and then defibrillate to give the electrical stimulation to the heart before it, uh, uh, so it can hopefully be jolted back into its pumping uh, motion. So going back to the pH, when uh, we drink the alkaline water, as David was saying, the stomach pH is 2.53, and the body is a very smart mechanism, and always please remember, the body has the ability to heal itself if you give it the right fuel to heal itself, i.e. alkaline food, alkaline water. So now the stomach sees this high pH 10 water coming down and says, ooh, Eureka, we got to do something to counteract this, otherwise we're not going to digest our food very well. So it stimulates the production of more hydrochloric acid. This over excessive production of hydrochloric acid will then stimulate the release of bicarbonate into the bloodstream. And like David said, this bicarbonate now acts, or hydrochloric acid actually, and it's also another measurement on the arterial uh, blood gases that we get in the hospital when uh, working with uh, patients. The hydrochloric acid, HCO3, is uh, what um, will run throughout the body and act like the millions of maids cleaning up the acid waste that we create on a daily basis just by breathing. We, we, when we respire, when we breathe, our respirations, we take in oxygen and our byproduct is carbon dioxide, which is an acid. So our own metabolism causes uh, acid waste. So by keeping the body in a healthy alkaline state, we will maintain the arterial pH at 7.35 and 7.4, OK? 
Okay. Now, as David started this whole conversation on pH, there are, um, uh, quote, holistic doctors, close quote, out there who are going around saying that if you put lemon in your water, you will create and it will help you to become alkaline. Now, that is true. Lemon in the water will create more alkalinity for the body. But this particular doctor continues to go on in uh, the video that was uh, posted on YouTube and even posted on Facebook and states that lemon will bring down the pH and make you healthy. That is not true. Yes, lemon is acid. It's an acid fruit, but it creates alkalinity when consumed. And we know on the pH scale, pH goes from 0 to 14, 7 being neutral. And if we want a healthy arterial pH of 7.35 to 7.4, we don't want to bring that baby down. We want to bring it up. So please, consumer beware when listening to holistic doctors, holistic practitioners, they don't know what they're talking about. They just like the buzzwords. They like to copy other people. They like to try to take other trademarks away. But eventually, it will catch up to them. It's great uh, to have had you on the show today. We will be visiting with you next week. And I want to make certain that we are always involved in a, in a lively conversation about how the body is always defending itself. And as Stephanie just got through telling you, you are the only person that can get in the way of your body healing itself. If you create the right amount of oxygen, you your intake of water is correct and nutrients are correct, then your body is going to continually heal itself. It reproduces billions of cells constantly. All we have to do is to get out of the way and stop throwing those uh, blockades with man-made chemicals and man-made products in the body. Let Mother Nature take back over and the body will heal itself. You know, there's these little ribbons that go around, and, and it's called uh, Cancer Research and Give to the Cancer Society. Listen, cancer is not the disease. It's the symptom of the disease. When a cell is not given the correct oxygen, water, and nutrients that it needs to survive and to make additional cells, healthy ones, then what it's going to do is you simply quit the task of working with all of the other cells and go to the nearest food supply. Where is that? A blood vessel, a vein, artery, whatever, and start eating, multiplying, surviving. It's the absolute epitome. We need to feed the body and nourish the body to where it will not have cells not work with one another, and cells working with each other is called cell differentiation. When they are non-differentiable, non-differentiation cells, that means they're doing exactly what Mother Nature did. It goes to the nearest food supply and begins to multiply and create a, when, when it's big enough and gets huge, then and only then can an X-ray or some kind of radiation see it. We have thermography that we can see this kind of thing 10 years before radiation. But, David, we are running out of time. And if anything, I hope the one great takeaway that our listeners have from this show is that choice matters. Health is a choice. Make those correct choices, and you will find that you can live longer and age younger. Until next week, God bless you all. 
You've been listening to Aging Younger with David and Stephanie Tippy. You've just heard that alternatives to the sickness industry are alive and well, helping you to age younger. The Anti-Aging Clinic is located at 7200 West Commercial Boulevard in Lauder Hill, Florida. You can reach David and Stephanie at 954-742-4430. That phone number again is 954-742-4430. And you can learn more about them on their website, livelonger123.com. Join us every Wednesday and Friday at 1 o'clock for Aging Younger on 1040 WLVJ.